Welcome all to Kingdom Life Church VA Podcast. At KO, we endeavor to advance God's kingdom one life at a time. So, I pray that wherever you're listening from, that this will help you be encouraged. Here is this week's message. We'll be starting a brand new series today uh, entitled Portrait of Faith. Portrait of Faith. And um, I'm excited about, you know, how the Lord leads us in this ministry, even with our series and things that he has asked us to do. And even when others come to minister and we, you know, we put our elders up or different leaders here who come out to minister uh, or share the word. Um, all the messages, amen, are in line with what God wants to do in your life as far as making disciples. At this church, at Kingdom Life, we are not pleased to just have people in the numbers. We are Excited, and I know the Lord is when we make disciples. This is our assignment. Our assignment uh, in the earth is to make disciples. A disciple is someone who follows a teacher. Amen. Because, see, once you're discipled, then you can disciple others. If you're not discipled, then people around you, amen, don't have a chance. They won't have a model to follow. They won't, have, they won't be able to, to, to be um, provoked to come after the things of God if they don't have somebody in their life that they see. So it's extremely important that we make disciples. And everything we do in the kingdom, we do it by faith. And so, you know, I mean, we've never closed out a year, amen, talking about faith. But uh, this, has been a, <laughs> this has been a year, saints. It's been a year. I could just say it's been a year. It's been a blessed year. I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying it's been, it's been a rough year. It's been a tough year. But you know what? Every year is. Every year is. Maybe it's not as tough for you as it is for others. But listen, every year pretty much, pretty much is the same. Pretty much. You may not go through it this year. Next year you may have to go through it. You understand? You may not be going through a struggle right now. Next year may be your time. Amen. So you never know when, you know, you're going to be tapped on the shoulder to have to live by faith, to trust God and, you know, and to walk around and really believe this word and, and for God to show you what's really in you. I believe the coronavirus showed up, amen, to show the church and the people of God where they really are. No, everybody can praise God where everything's going good. Everybody can shout and dance and run around and speak in tongues, amen, and make all types of declarations when all is well. But what happens when the floor falls out? What happens, amen, when the ceiling caves in? What happens, you know, when things happen that you hadn't planned? Do you still show the same fire? Do you still have the same zeal? Are you still born again? Jesus is our greatest example. We're going to talk about it. I know, again, we can't exhaust none of these series. But he is our greatest example. And these things come, these trials and, and these tests come to show you where you are. God already knows where you are, but the tests and the trials and the things that we go through in life are designed, specifically designed, to show each of us where we are. 
Because I don't want to walk around. Good teacher will always provide tests. Do I have any teachers in the house? Amen. What will happen if you never tested your students? They're not going to know where they are. You're not going to know where they are. We know God knows everything. But when you begin to test your students, test your pupils, what happens is they get to show you where they are. They get to show you where they are. And, you, and, you, and then you, you get to grade their test like, wow, you, you, did, you did really good on this one, but um, you, you didn't do quite so well on this other one. So then I know the areas that I need to work on. Amen? Is that, is that okay? Look, this is the God we serve. Our God, our Father, he loves us so much, he allows us to go through tests. So Jesus, the Bible said, man born a woman, days full of trouble. There's some things that's happening in this world, saints, that, you know, it's out of our control. So what do we do when we can't control, amen, the circumstances in our life? We trust God. We trust God. And, we, and it's good. We say we trust him. And we, we have our favorite scriptures. And we love Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways. And he'll direct your path. We just praise God and just love it when we're saying it. But then when it's time to trust God and not lean to our own understanding, and a lot of times, you understand, we're not ready to trust God. No, none of us are perfect. None of us has arrived. All of us are going to have an evil day. All of us are going to have a time, you know, where we're going to fall short. But you can't write a book about it. You look, look, I'm not parking there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I might pass by. I may hang out for a little. No, I'm not parked. Nope, nope. I'm getting out of park. I'm getting in. I got to get to going. I got to keep moving forward. I will not hang out in a place. Amen. I hang out in a place that's not designed for me to get ahead in life. So society knows if they can repeat something over and over and over and over again, they can control the masses. Listen, the Bible, the Bible says faith comes how? By hearing and what? And hearing and hearing, Romans 10, 17. And hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. So society understands if you say something enough, people will begin to believe it. If you say it often enough, if you say it over and over and over and over again, you can perhaps even produce fear and you can begin to control how people respond and how they act in the earth. Hypothetically, if they was running a test this year, we know coronavirus is real, but if they was just running a test on the world to see how will we respond during a time that, that we don't understand, I promise you people fail this year. People failed. Believers failed. Failed this test. God never told us to run from nothing. He never told us to hide from anything. We don't hide from anything. We don't run from anything. People are afraid to die. If you're afraid to die, you want to make sure you're saved. Ah, no, I'm not going to fly. No, I'm not going to fly. Why? Because you think the plane might go down. 
So if the plane go down, you think what? I might die. So what's the real issue? What's the real root? What's hiding down? What's hiding deep down in your life that you don't want to deal with? No, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. We got to root fear out. Every time it shows its ugly head, we got to deal with it. Don't let fear hang out in your life, hang out in your head, hang out in your thoughts, hang out in your dreams. You ever woke up from a nightmare? You ever woke up? Man, I'm not, oh, okay, we have to get into the message. I think we are in the message, but have you, ever, have, you, have you ever woke up with cold sweats? Been so fast. You terrified from a dream. Something that's not real, but it appeared to be real. And because you was unconscious, some of us, are unconscious, walking around unconscious and allowing every, anything to come into our life and we're like we're in a dream and we just accept, we're, we're running for our life and heart is beating fast and we're sweating and scared and terrified from things that's not real. Amen. Pastor, are you saying the coronavirus is not real? No, I ain't say that at all. What I am saying is there are so many other things that will take you out of here quicker. But somehow, society got the whole world focused on one thing. One thing. People are dying from all kind of stuff. Because if I can control you, I can control you. So why are we going to talk? So we're going to talk about the portrait of faith because we need faith. We need faith to endure. You're going to need faith. You're going to need faith. Not talking about mental ascent, not talking about presumptions. Living, I'm talking about faith in the word, faith in the Lord. You're not going to get this kind of faith without getting in the word. You're not going to be able to skate past this. You're not going to be able to cheat off somebody else's paper. You, you, no, you, you're not going to be able to cheat off somebody else's life. No, this kind of faith you have to get yourself. The portrait of faith, portrait of faith. We're living in a time where there are so many uncertainties, but one thing is for sure the Word of God. The Word of God is inerrant, is infallible. The word is without error. It's infallible. Look, the text is reliable. So we can trust the word of God. Matthew 5, 17 through 18, you don't have to turn there, but it tells us that, that not one letter, not one jot, King James said, not one jot or tittle from the word will pass away until all is fulfilled. Not a letter of the law, not a letter or any part will pass away until all has been fulfilled. So things that are happening in the earth today, we're not surprised. 
Believers are not taken off God. Now, now we, can, we can look at some things and discern and try to, you know, see what's going on and pray and seek the Lord and, and look at the Bible and try to see where we are in the timeline of, of going to heaven and all that kind of stuff. Do you realize people are, are saying that, that the chip is in the vaccine? I got to talk to the church. I don't know what other people know, but, but, but somebody got to read the Bible. The chip is not in the vaccine. The chip is not in the vaccine. Well, how do you know, Pastor? Because according to Revelations, people that take the chip is going to take it on purpose. Not beef, not this, I'm just going to drink something and, oh, I got the chip. I had a, a dog go to there to put the, they done slipped the chip in in the vaccine. So if they slipped it in, then God ain't accountable. That's, they did. I didn't choose that. They chose that for me. Come on, y'all. But if you're not in the Bible, you're going to listen to what everybody else is saying, all the conspiracy theories, all this stuff that's out here designed to put what? Fear in you. You take the flu shot every year. You didn't think it was in there. Yeah, give me my flu shot. I got to have the flu shot. Come on, stand right here. You didn't think it was in there. You don't think it's in all that medicine you're taking. Oh, but it's in this vac. It, this this one. This vac. This particular vaccine is in this one. I just want to. I just want to. I just want to help some of y'all. I just want to help some of y'all. I see some of the same things you probably see. I just want to help you know the vaccine. I mean, the vaccine is. Listen, they're trying to help. You and those that are experiencing this coronavirus. Listen, they're voting to see who did. My wife was looking at it was like, why are they trying to figure out who to give it to? Give it to the person that's in the hospital, the one that's on their last leg getting ready to die. Give it to them first. These people got to be smarter than that, right? We're going to make a whole newscast. We're going to take up a whole day trying to figure out who should we give it to first? Well, who you think we should give it to? I don't know. Who should you think you should give it to? You mean to tell me, what do they take us for? Us common people. They must think we just dumb. We just follow the Pied Piper anywhere. We like children. Just, we just going to follow him because he got candy and jelly beans, and, and we just going to follow him, and, and just, we just we just with you. Somebody have to read the word, and believe the word. The thing, one thing is for sure, the word of God, listen, it never fades. It's not going anywhere until all that is fulfilled comes to pass. So if you get sick and you're sick enough with the coronavirus, I would encourage you to take the, they got to put a bomb out there to cleanse, well, all the three presidents taking it, so, you know, they just got to try to just trick you to take a, take a vaccine because of all the foolishness that's happening in the earth today. Saints, Jesus is going to come like a thief in the night, but he shouldn't come to like a thief to the church. He's not coming like a thief to the church, saints. The church is really asleep like that. We're not, we're not aware. We, we, we don't understand. 
He's coming a thief. He's coming one day unawares from everybody, meaning people not paying attention, but we should be. We should be paying attention and we should be aware of what's going on. The word of God is written in the words of men, but it's inspired by God. So portrait of faith is about encouraging believers to stand and having done all to stand. This is the church's finest hour. This is our time. Now is the time to stand up. Who will lead in this hour? Who is going to lead in this hour? Who's going to lead the way in this hour? Where are the leaders in the earth today that's going to lead in this hour? Amen? Faith is the currency of the kingdom. Faith is the currency of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. You don't need money in a lot of cases. You need faith. If you had enough faith, you wouldn't need a whole lot of money. Why? Because anytime you needed something, you would just use your faith to get it. Amen? Amen. So, so you have to start exercising your faith. And I shared this stuff early on. I mean, we're nine years in ministry. People come in all the time. I don't know if people may have heard this online. But you have to start believing God for just small things like healing your headache. Because all of that's by faith, Lord. I just, if every time you get the slightest pain, you run to the medicine cabinet, guess what? You're putting your faith in it. So, no, if I go to the medicine cabinet, I'm going to take it in Jesus' name. But first, I'm going to lay hands on myself. God, I just thank you for healing my body from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. In disease or germ, the touch of my body dies instantly in the name of Jesus. And then I go take some. If, if, if this is bothering me that much, I go take something. Not me, maybe some of y'all. But I'm just saying, because I just go to sleep sometimes. I got a headache. But then you take something, but you take it in Jesus' name. But what happens one day when you lay hands on your head and boom, your headache is gone? Your faith has just been elevated as it relates to headaches. So in the future, when you get a headache, you're out of here. See your headache gone. Okay, what's next? What's next? Let me see what else I can believe God for. What else can I lay hands on and, and receive? Because you can't pay for healing. Do you hear me? You can only pay for help. You can only pay for comfort. You, you can pay that, that you could be, that, that we can, you know, replace certain things, but you cannot pay for healing. Healing only comes from a healer. His name is Jehovah Rapha. Are you good this morning? When Jesus walked the earth, he didn't have a job. He didn't have a 401k. He didn't have a savings account. <laughs> Look, Jesus told brother one day to go to the water, and the first fish you get, get a, get a coin out of his mouth. Look, just grab any fish, man. It's any one of them. Yeah, he's God, right. But the Bible says that as Jesus is in the earth, so are what? So something happens between us and the, what the word of God says, and that is our belief. So we can hear what the word is saying, but then something has to happen on the inside of us to believe it. Or we can just, we can just say, well, that was just for Jesus. But the Bible says that we will also do greater works than he did because he went to the Father. 
I'm going to show you that stuff in the scripture. I'll show it to you. Don't worry about it. He walked in the authority of God's word. He had an assignment. And his assignment dictated how he responded to certain situations. What's your assignment? When I look at the life of my Savior and how he handled himself, I see a, a portrait. Oh, this is just my little introduction. I see a portrait. I see a portrait. I see a picture of his faith. A portrait. Jesus walking the earth showed us a portrait of his faith. So we could see him in action. We could see him walking in action, living in action. We could see how he handled, handled certain situations. And listen, how he respond, you know what? I'm going to try to respond like that one time. I'm going to try to do what my elder brother did. I'm going to try to do what my savior did and see what happened. He gave us the power. All authority has been given to him, and then he gave it to us. We're walking around defeated. We're walking around hopeless. We're walking around, amen, like we don't have enough, and we got it all. Man, I remember when I wore the same clothes to church. This was 25 years ago when I had one outfit, and I wore it every Sunday. You know, you know what my mindset was 25 years ago? I got everything. I was like, yeah, no, you, I was making $3.35 an hour working at the hospital. And was, boy, I was the happiest man on the planet. Well, I had Jesus. So what? So I had everything. Everything I needed, I had. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean you ain't got it. Remember, we're believers. We walk by what? Not by sight. Do you believe what you just said? Yes. Let's say it again. For we walk by faith. Not by sight. So what is sight? My eyes, right? So we walk by insight, the word, not eyesight. You got some insight on some things because you got the word of God. Therefore, you don't depend on your two eyes to see. You see through the word. That's why the Bible says the word is a lamp and a light. So I get to pin on the word. I don't need no eyes. I just walk with the word. Mm, mm, mm. Ooh, John, boy, boy, I'm building my own self up today, boy. I'm telling y'all. Hope y'all getting some of this that I'm helping me with. Praise God. Listen, Jesus trusted his father and didn't mind repeating what was already spoken in times past. He trusted his father, and he said everything. He, he didn't switch it up. He didn't try to be deep. He didn't try to just, just you know, I'm just going to create some, some other message outside of it, you know, because I got some revelation now. No, he just said what his father said. He just quoted what was already written as it was written, as it was written. He just repeated what his daddy already said and got results. What does your portrait of faith look like? What does your portrait of faith look like? Ooh, Jesus. Jesus didn't tolerate sickness. He didn't tolerate disease. He didn't tolerate illnesses. He didn't tolerate lack. People were broken and hurting. He, he walked around and healed them. 
Pastor, what if, what if you pray for somebody and they don't live? You're not the healer. No, you're acting on what you believe. You're not responsible for healing somebody. You're not responsible for opening their eyes. You're not responsible for doing anything. Why? Because you can do nothing without a picture. But a little lion is in front, but he don't know his daddy behind him. And he's, yeah, yeah. You know, and they, <laughs> and people running, but they running because of his daddy behind him. You're not responsible for the results, but you are responsible to do something about it. People hanging around you, and they're hopeless, and they're lost, and they don't know what to do, and you got 66 books on the inside of you. You got the whole counsel of God on the inside of you just resting. And they are frustrated. And they don't know what to do. And their heart is heavy. And you had an answer in your belly. Jesus did not tolerate those things around him. If there was a deficit, he pointed them towards their faith. The woman with the issue of blood, for example, he said, it was your faith, woman. That was your faith that healed you. It was your pursuit. It was you pressing in. I was just a point of contact. But first you had to hear something. You heard I was in the area doing miraculous things. Therefore, you pursued me even though you could have died. Have you ever pursued Jesus like that? Have you ever went that hard after God, even though people are telling you don't be, it's not good for you to be around this person and that person, and you know, and you know if you can get to the healer, that something will change on the inside of you. Everybody else is saying don't do it. They try to quiet blind bottom ass down. Be quiet, man. Be quiet. They sitting up there with eyesight he can't see, but yet they're trying to shun him. Be quiet, man. And he's reaching out to Jesus, Rabbi, Rabbi, son of David. Got Jesus attention. He said, come, come here, man. What, what do you want me to do? He said, I need, this, I need my sight. Your faith. How was it his faith? Because he didn't stand back there and say nothing. Jesus knows what's going on with me. He's God. He see everything. He know I'm not doing well today. Listen, he knows my heart. No, he pursued him. She pursued him. She moved through the crowd. Doggone it, you're going to kill me today or I'm going to get healed. Look, you're going to kill me today or I'm going to get healed. Listen, saints, we're, getting in a, we're going to be living in a day where you're going to, your faith is going to be on trial. You need to get your portrait straight. Got to get your portrait straight. 
I can see, I can see Naaman who was full with leprosy. And, 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 and yes, he wanted healing, but he ain't wanted the way that the prophet said he could prescribe it to him. Go jump into Jordan so we can deal with and dump yourself about six times so we can get that mess off you. Well, well, I ain't going to jail. Where you think your little stinky self should go? Amen. Where you think the little stinky stuff that's on you should go? You want to go jump in some pure, yet you stink. You got dirt on you. You, you, what the world? Take your leprous self and jump in the dirty Jordan and get the and get the breakthrough that God is looking for. And the servant had to rebuke him. Say, well, master, if he'd have told you, if he'd have told you, I, I can see a list. If he'd have told you to jump to jump in the other river, the clean river over there, you would have did it. You know when you don't want to hear something. When somebody's speaking the word of God, you know it's true. So you get rebuked, you get convicted, and now you like, like, man, will you please be quiet? And then he going on to do it. I, 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 all right. <laughs> no, our faith is on trial in the earth. We're passing through this place. We're ambassadors. We're sojourners. We're just coming through here. This is not our home, saints. I'm getting my portrait straight. I want to make sure I believe what I say I believe. I want to be sure I believe what I say I believe. How do you respond when there are deficits in and around you? That's all the introduction. I got five minutes now. What is faith? Y'all ready? So what is faith? What is faith? Let's get going. <laughs> so what is faith? Listen, I, I, I went online and I, and, I, and I pulled up the dictionary online. What was, what was amazing to me uh, was when I pulled up, I have a Webster's Dictionary online from 1828. I didn't realize, I was going to tell you, baby, that, you know, you like history. Research that brother Noah Webster and find out everything you can about him. Hey, man, I believe it, it'll, it'll minister to you uh, or anybody else that like history or whatever. But, uh, but Noah Webster, I, I was like, wow, Noah Webster, the Webster's Dictionary guy, this, it was, this guy was a believer. This guy wrote the, he, he's the one that, 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 that really brought the American English language into a better language from, from how we used to talk, the broken English from, our, uh, from what, Britain? So he helped the American people. He, he helped children to speak English better because of the dictionary that he, that he put in place. A young man, his family kept him in church. He loved the Lord. Noah Webster. His name was Noah. Look at that. They named it, ain't it Noah? Look at that. You here today. Ain't that something? Noah Webster. Noah Webster was a man of faith. Listen, I wrote this down. He, he uh, again, he did the, the, Webster, the Webster Dictionary. I'm going to read the definition of faith out of his dictionary. Uh, 1828 American Dictionary contained the greatest number of biblical definitions given in any reference volume. I use the Webster's uh, uh, that dictionary from 1828 all the time when I'm doing series and all that. I use it all the time, but I never looked up to see, well, who is this brother? I just think, well, I'm like, well, who is Webster? And that's, how, you know, that's how you find out things. 
a man of faith. Remember, even though a lot of things wasn't done right, these were Christians. And that's why people get mixed up because they because because Christians treated us wrong. And that's where we get the white Jesus and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, when Jesus is really we'll be surprised because we made in his image and his likeness. Amen. That doesn't mean he's a shade of color. Anybody. You don't know what he's going to look like when you get up there. You better, be, you better be serving God and not trying to serve a color. You're going to be highly disappointed trying to prove him to be a color. That is so insignificant. It caused white people to treat us wrong. So now we want black people to do the same thing. Guess what's going to cause you to treat black, white people wrong? Come on. So let's just go and cease it. They didn't do it right. So now we, we're not going to pick up the same baton. No, we're going to believe in the spirit of God. The one that says in Christ we live. We're crucified in Christ. Nevertheless, not I that live, but Christ live in me. He's the hope of glory. Ain't nothing wrong with Wakanda. <laughs> I like Black Panther. I mean, come on. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I like superheroes and stuff. <laughs> All right, okay. Look, dictionary, dictionary online. This is dictionary online. This is not Webster, and then I'm going to read Webster. This is just dictionary online. Complete trust or confidence in something or someone. That's faith. But the Webster's, the 1828 volume. <laughs> it says, belief. The ascent of the mind to the truth of what is declared by another, resting on his authority and veracity without other evidence, the judgment that what another states or testifies is the truth. Faith is a firm, cordial belief in the veracity of God, in all the declarations of his word, or a full and affectionate confidence in the certainty of those things which God has declared and because he has declared them. You know, many of the colleges, and he went to Yale, but many of the colleges, all those colleges, all those prestigious colleges, do you realize that all of those colleges were, were colleges that taught the Bible first? Now they're turning kids away from the Bible. We've come a long way, saints. Come on, let's, let me get this scripture in. I don't have no more time. So we're just, we're just Romans 12 and 3. This is not my foundation scripture, but I want to do this, and then we're, we're going to have to pick it up next week. I know y'all like, dang. I know. I know. But listen to me. I want, you're going to get this series in your spirit. This series is going gonna, is gonna to help you. It's going to take you a long way. Telling you, I'm, 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 I'm grabbing everything I can grab and put and throw in here. Place in here. Throw. Okay. Romans 12 and 3 says this. It says this. It says, For I say through the grace given unto me, unto every man, unto every man, oh, grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. So it's okay to think highly of yourself just not more highly. Amen? Don't think too high. Don't think more highly of yourself. Then it says, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man 
the measure of faith. God has given each of us, when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, the measure of faith, meaning each of us have the ability already on the inside of us to produce everything that we need in this life. That's why 1 Peter 1 and 3 tell us that he's given us all things that pertain to this life and our godliness. So he's dealt us a measure of faith, amen, when we gave our lives to the Lord, and that measure of faith that he dealt to us is to help us get through this life, but we have to do something with the faith that he gave us. Uh, are you hearing me this morning? Man, I really want to share one more scripture. Can I just slip one more in? I got a consensus. Just one more. I know we got communion. I, I want to slip one more in after this one. Okay, praise God. Praise, I, mean, after, I mean, after the one I just read. Okay. <laughs> they say, okay, we, we, we caught that, Pastor. Great. All right. No, after this one. No, really. really. Yeah, so, so listen to this. Listen to this. You must understand that you are being denied a lifestyle that only faith can produce. I sit around all the time and think about what my, what my, how my faith may be lacking in certain areas and what I'm believing God to do for me or family or ministry or anything and what I need to do to get my faith to a place where I'm experiencing what God is already saying I can experience. You know, Chris, I'll just use you for example. You know, you, you, you know, this is faith. You know, y'all not in group me, but sometimes, you know, Chris being in group me, and he was going through some things. And so he, before he went to, 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 to this place, you know, where he, where he, where he was going to get, forget it. He was going to court. I ain't got time to be skating all around and stuff. I just, I'm just saying, I just, I'm hard, I'm hard with that. I just easier to just, just go right in with it. Thank you, Chris. Praise God. That's why I don't use nobody else because some of y'all, you know, your business. Yeah, keep your business. Yeah. I like dealing with people that's open and transparent and don't mind sharing their testimony because this is how people will get set free by you being open and honest and sharing your testimony with people. Not hiding it and being scared. You got to be open and honest. Because listen, if you're not open and honest, you're not delivered for real. If you can't talk about it, you can't talk freely about what you've been delivered from, you are not delivered from it. Okay. So Chris is on our group me, on, not even at court yet, said, listen, I'm going to slay this giant today. He said, listen, and look, and when I get back, I said, <laughs> dude, you don't, you're going to jail. What do you mean when you get back? No, I'm just, no, I ain't thinking that. I know, I'm believing that. I know he's not going to jail. But I'm like, who in the world? He just taught, he like, I ain't going to jail. In other words, he's just like, when I get back, I'm going to tell y'all what happened. I'm like. I thought about Abraham when he went, when he had his boy Isaac and he was going up the mountain. He said, listen, me and my lad, we're going to be back to worship. And God already told you that you're going to sacrifice this boy. What, you, who, what are you saying that you and the lad coming back? God already told you that you are to sacrifice the lad. <laughs> but walking by faith. So he slayed about three, four giants. Amen. Uh, you know. Going to court, coming back. Going to court, coming back. Going to court, coming back. And I'm talking about where folk didn't find him in the records. His name just miraculously disappeared. And he is like, I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be here now. Well, we don't see your name. No, are you sure? My name was supposed to be on this docket at nine. They told, well, we don't see it nowhere. That's faith. Faith is not getting there and then saying something. No, faith. Faith will cause you to run your mouth before the thing happens. Faith will cause you to start saying some stuff before the things show up. 
faith will cause you to call those things that be not as though they were. Amen. You got to start saying some stuff. You sitting back too quiet. You believe in God for stuff and you ain't saying nothing. You need to say something. Say what you want to see, not what's going on. Say what you want to happen, not what you're presently experiencing. Many of us haven't seen God show up in our life like he really wants to. Because it's relative to your faith. It's relative to your faith. Come on, saints. You can look at all the poverty in the earth, all the homeless people, all the strung out people. God is not coming down and just taking from you which would he know you don't need. You don't need that. Get that to me. You don't need that attitude. Get that to me. You don't need them cigarettes. You don't need that sex life. You don't need that whatever. You don't need that. No, this, this, because y'all don't need it. And I'm God, and I see you don't need it, and it's hurting your families. It's hurting your marriages. It's hurting your relationships. Let me just take it from you. He's not a taker. You sitting back waiting for him to take something that he's required us to use our faith to attain and to get rid of. It's relative to your faith. When God see your belief, when he see your trust, when he see you begin to move. It's the whole Bible is full of faith. The ten lepers that came to Jesus, Jesus told them straight up, go see, show yourself to the priests. Hold on, go show myself to the priest. We're still lepers. If we go to the priest, they're going to stone us. We don't supposed to be out here like this. Jesus told all 10 of them, go show yourself to the priest. The Bible says, and as they went. That's why James 2, and we're going to read it next week, talks about faith without works is dead. You say you believe something, why you're not doing nothing? You say you trust in God for something? Why are you not winting? Why are you not moving in that direction? You sitting still. Your faith is inactive. What's your portrait look like? He is requiring your faith. That's why we come in the building. That's why we give. We trust God. That's why we still serving. Because we trust God. We're walking by faith. Who told us it's time to take off? Who told us it's time to sit back? Who told us that this is time to just, what? Where do you do that at? God did not tell you to do it. Stop lying on God. Just go and say you don't feel like serving. Go and say you don't want to give. Go and say you don't feel like loving no more. But stop lying on God. Because God didn't say it. Why? Because we read the book. And if you ain't lining up with the book, then you are not telling the truth. I done took my time for the other scripture, man. <laughs> I got to stop. Oh, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to read this last statement. I am not going to that next scripture. I'm not. I'm, I'm going to say this publicly, man. I'm glad you're here, Noah, man. I, lo bro, I love you, bro. You hear me? I do, man. Like a son, man. I, I, love, I love you, bro. I don't care what's happening. I love you, man. Look, I, was, I, 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 I text my son. We was, we was out of town uh, the other night, and 
you know, and, I, and I'm listening. I was just listening to some other, you know, I got a lot of gospel rap on my, I'm closing. I ain't going to share with the, the I, I had a lot of gospel rap on my, on my, on my, on my, on my playlist. And I'm just going through some stuff. My wife and I, we lay in the bed, and I'm playing some stuff, and I'm like, there's no substance in the earth today. Nobody is saying nothing. There's no anointing on the gospel rap that's in the earth today. There's very few people, few people that has an anointing on their life when they speak. One of them is in California that probably you never heard of. I ain't going to mention his name. I'm going to tell you who the other people is. They had Kingdom Life. That's A-O-N. And, 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 and I would listen to Noah and Purpose 828. Chief Noah. What I'm saying is this. Yeah, you get, that's a good place to give a hand clap. I began to listen to my son music that night. I listen, I'm up after 12. No, we had to be at a brunch early, but I, I stayed on up late after the couples thing and went through this to his whole the few. It's like, what is this dude talking about? He my son. Who is he? What is he talking about? Let me listen to his words like I did these other folk. That brother's saying something. Hold on. I went to his LP before that and listened to that good, good day. Listen to that whole LP like, that brother's saying something. Oh, then I got back to Purpose A2A. Oh, boy, I'm up in that gym, boy. <laughs> you know, Purpose A2A is like the black gospel of rap. You know, Anthony, he, if I get the label, he's saying contemporary gospel rap, and the Purpose A2A is like the black gospel. It's like 104.7, you know what I'm saying? We got the beat, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but no, really, no, no, not this other. Listen, though, for real. Them brothers going in, saying something, ministering. And this is the thing. The anointing is on their life because of what God is bringing them from. The anointing is produced through trials, circumstances, situations. Look, stuff that we don't want to go through. Things that we cry and whine about. God is saying, if you just let me finish this work that I started in you, Philippians 1 and 6, I'm going to make something out of you. If you let me finish, I'll put anointing on you, amen, that will heal the sick, that will raise the dead, that will cause blind eyes to open, glory to God, that will cause young women, amen, to sense his presence. You got to be willing to go through to get to what God wants to do in your life, to get the breakthrough. He wants to break open your alabaster box. was so precious to you. He want to break it up and bust it up so you can submit it to him. You submit it to him, he'll do something with your life. Man, I got to stop right there. Come on, get the Lord a hand, clap of praise. Hallelujah. Man, we just getting started. If the Holy Spirit has convicted or inspired you to join or reach out to us through today's message, then email us at kingdomlifechurchva at gmail.com. If you would like to give towards this ministry or find out more, check out our website, which is KingdomLifeVA.com, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at KingdomLifeVA. Thank you for listening, and be sure to subscribe so you can hear more messages like this.